It's Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. I'm your host, Cindy Howes. Something really cool and special on the podcast today with Critter Eldridge, who was on a previous episode of Basic Folk. Uh, We'll get into that, but first, we'll be right back. Basic Folk is brought to you in part by Lindsay Myers and Elemento Management, who thinks if you like the artists on Basic Folk, you'll like Acoustic Troubadours, McDean, and Tina and Her Pony. Check them out on Instagram and Spotify. Okay, super excited about uh, today's episode on Basic Folk. Uh, I actually am so excited that I thought I'd bring producer Laura McCarthy on the podcast. Hey, Laura. Hello. I've been listening to a lot of My Favorite Murder, and um, those two women are really hilarious. And I was like, I want to also be Be hilarious. hilarious. Yes. So uh, with with my friend Laura. Yes. So let's go for it. (laughs) Yeah. So So, Critter's the first uh, return guest. Yeah, he is. We met Critter on Miles of Music, which is this incredible camp that happens in New Hampshire on Lake Winnipesaukee that was put together by Laura Cortese and Critter's partner, Kristen Andreessen. Um, So Laura actually came with me to the camp. And before we went to the camp, I texted her this idea I had to actually start another podcast where I would collect stories of musicians talking about songs in the public domain that uh, they were taught by a teacher or a parent or a a friend or at like a song circle somewhere because there's this really cool um, tradition of sharing folk music with like people that you love or people that you're just trying to get to know Um, So I wanted to be able to collect some of those stories as well as to hear recordings of those songs. Because I'm like, I don't know about you, Laura, but I'm like really obsessed with Alan Lomax. Yeah, Alan Lomax is the bomb. Right. And so what I want to hear is the stories behind those types of songs that Alan Lomax was recording in the field. Yeah, like the oral Oral traditions, the passing down of the old folk song. Yeah, totally. And it happens at festivals. It happens at music camps. It happens, you know, passing the guitar around with your friends or with your family. Around the kitchen Um, table. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, So I was like, this is going to be the easiest thing for us to do. We actually like had a lot of trouble like quickly because it's like you got to do your elevator pitch to like somebody who doesn't know you and you're on an island together and um, a lot of people were like that sounds like a great idea I don't know any songs in the public domain but we were lucky enough to be able to get Critter to to come on board. Uh, On board is a great segue to uh, (laughs) how we actually recorded this. We were in a what would you call it a boathouse a boat garage a a boathouse and right on the lake. Right on the lake, um, if you listen close enough, you can hear like little drops of water and ripples. And it was like the last night of camp, or at least the last night of Critter's camp, and they were packing his boat. He was setting off on boat to the mainland to go on tour, like in 15 minutes. And he was like, I'm ready to record. And we're like, great. We're going to record He was like super pumped. Yeah, yeah. To do it. So we were all huddled around this like little workbench with tools and hammers about and we put our little microphone up and he brought his guitar out and it was just super special to hear his story. It was like a mysterious tune for him for a while. 
it was a tune that was passed down with his mom and his grandma, he was saying, and uh, he didn't know that it, it was a Stephen Foster song until he was in adulthood because he Googled the lyrics, he said. Right. Yeah. Also love the Pittsburgh connection to Stephen Foster. I know. I know. Totally great. Although, like, I don't know. Do you listen to the New York Times The Daily podcast? Yeah, sometimes. So they have that special podcast that's being released on Saturdays about the history of American music. So there was an episode where they did they talked about the history of minstrel music in terms of like blackface. Um, yeah, Stephen Foster. And, and, yeah, so like Stephen Foster would write songs in the style of a minstrel musician singing them. Um, yeah, he would. Yeah, they would be the, his yeah. narrator. For the song, Which makes yeah. me like a little less all about Stephen Foster than I used to be. I know, um, but the song that Critter does is really beautiful, um, and uh, the history of America is messed up. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would definitely agree. <laughs> and if you don't know who uh, Critter Eldridge is, um, his his nickname is Critter, but his name is Chris Eldridge. He is uh, an incredible flat-picking acoustic guitar player in bands like the Punch Brothers. He also plays with Julian Lage and was a founding member of infamous String Dusters. Punch Brothers won their very first Grammy earlier this year. And hey, Critter yo. recently... Yo, totally. <laughs> and Critter recently was awarded Best or Instrumentalist of the Year at the Americana Awards. Our boy! Our boy! That's right. He took home... A grand prize because he is a prize. He is a grand prize on his own. Yeah. Uh, so seek out his music. He's a wonderful person, as you can tell in this interview. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. We're calling this segment Field Music. So let's hear Field Music with Critter Eldridge here on Basic Folk. All right, Chris Eldridge. Hey. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Um, this is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you're here. You have grown up around folk music, bluegrass music all your life. Yep. So you want to play a song for us called, the, is it, what is it called? Glendy Burke? The Glendy Burke, Glendy which, Burke. which um, must be a misspelling now because it's always spelled G-L-E-N-D-Y-B-U-R-K if you look it up on the internet and in books. But I always thought it must have been, when I was growing up, I thought it was the Glenn D. Burke. Um, <laughs> like Glenn in the Glenn D. D the... <laughs> like Glenn, you know. D stood for like Derek or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, Glenn Domino Burke. Or, I don't know. And um, But this was a song that my mom used to sing to me when I was a little boy. And her mom used to sing it to her when she was young. And mm-hmm. my grandmother's dad used to sing it to her. And it was written by Stephen Foster, so maybe his dad or mom sang it to him, but that's, you know, we're getting back to right. when the song was written. But yeah, it's this, it's this really cool, sweet song that I've never really, I thought it was like this super obscure song. I mean, I'm the only, my family, that's the only place I've ever heard it, mm-hmm. and we always loved it. It's, a, it's just a song that we sang when we were kids. But I realized I'm a, I'm a huge John Hartford fan. John Hartford, the mm-hmm. great banjo player and songwriter and fiddler and singer and all that. He um, he has this song called the Julia Bell Swain, which I always really loved. And then one day 
I was looking at the lyrics for the Julia Bell Swain and um, realized that John Hartford, I almost positive, had ripped off, or not ripped off, that's a strong thing, but borrowed, borrowed. from yeah. the Glenn D. Burke. You know, and everybody, people borrow from other people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have, I know of some of the greatest songwriters kind of in our little world of music who, who uh, will say, what's a good song? You know, we had a friend who had writer's block and he went to these other friends and said, ah, oh, man, I don't, I don't have, I don't know what to do. And, and the other friend said, well, just, why don't you just rewrite Hot Corn, Cold Corn, which is this great Flat and Scruggs <laughs> song. Somebody else, I'm sure, did it before them, but they're just like, that's a great song. Yeah. Just rewrite it a little bit and it'll, you know, change something. Or, oh, sure. So that's kind of, that's how folk music works. You know, that's part of the deal with folk songs is they get kind of adapted and changed yeah. and everybody kind of adds their own two cents in and, and twists it around. It's the same reason that you have, you know, in, in old time string band music, there's this, there's this tune called Blackberry Blossom. And if you can hear some people playing it and it sounds like... Um, it sounds really like happy and majory and just kind of plain. It's like a. That's like the basic gist. Yeah. And then there's another uh, there's another blackberry blossom uh, from a different part of the country. They call it Garfield's blackberry blossom. But that sounds like this is also blackberry blossom. It sounds like. different kinds of notes a little sin- like a little bit more sinister yeah yeah exactly um so so a lot of these tunes just kind of that's kind of just have the deal with folk music you mm-hmm. know it just kind of gets changed have you taught the glendy brook to anybody no no i haven't now's your opportunity yeah the world is listening yeah right now cool all right <laughs> Anything else you want to mention about maybe how the song is played or how your mom used to play it versus how how you play it? Um, yeah, well, they we used to they used to just sing it. Um, we didn't know about all the verses that there were. Somehow mm-hmm. it had only it had kind of gotten distilled down to like two verses. And I looked it up on the internet one time because I didn't even know that it was a Stephen Foster song. I just thought that like if I you know Google some of these words, that song might show up because it was oh, obviously really? an old song. You didn't know what it was. Well, I mean, I guess it was obvious that it was probably the Glenn D. Burke, mm-hmm. but we just didn't, I didn't know. Uh, and so I, I Googled it and the song popped up and it turned out there were these other verses that, that we, we didn't know about. Did you show, you show it to your mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my grandmother. I got to show her before she died, which was cool. And she didn't know him either. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, that must have been quite a day for it was, everyone. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was cool. Yeah, but it was really neat discover like discovering this John Hartford song because the Julie Bell Swain like um, I mean it's not exactly the same, but the melody's kind of reminiscent, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the lyrics are reminiscent. Um, they're they're like real parallels in a lot of the verses where mm-hmm. you can see that John Hartford mm-hmm. kind of took this verse from the Glenn D. Burke you and sort of been, rewrote it. He must have been like so jumping out of your skin when you figured that out well i just thought it was cool because it was yeah it's this like weird like little family song that nobody knew and then my you know hero john hartford to, to see that he oh clearly he knew the glendy burke yeah. like that was a song that he was hip to and he actually rewrote it into this other song this john hartford song that i've loved for years 
the Julie Bell Swain. That's cool. Yeah, it was a, that was a, that was cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, Critter. Oh, the Glendy Burke is a very fine ship with a very fine captain too. He stands upon the hurricane deck and he keeps his eye on the crew. I can't stay here for the work too hard. I'm bound to leave this town. I'll take my duds, tote them on my back when the Glendy Burke comes round. Hooray for Louisiana. I'm bound to leave this town. I'll take my duds and I'll tote them on my back when the Glendy Burke comes round. Sing the boatman's song. They burn the pitch and the pine knot too for to shove the boat along. And the smoke goes up, the engine roars, and the wheels go round and round. I'll pack my bags, take a little trip when the Glendy Burke comes round. Hooray for Louisiana, I'm bound to leave this town. I'll take my duds and I'll throw them on my back when the Glendy Burke comes. On the levee docks in New Orleans again. They make me mow in the Mayfield here, they knock my head with the flail. I'll go where they work in the sugar and the cane and the roll on the cotton bale. Hoorah for Louisiana, I'm bound to leave this town. I'll take my duds and I'll tote them on my back when the Glen Deeper comes round. recorded the song twice like he so like he recorded the uh, the song and it was perfect truly right truly perfect. truly perfect and like he's like i'm sorry guys can i just do that one more time and he's like literally leaving in five minutes yeah 
And they're like <laughs> revving the engine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're like, okay, yeah, sure. And, and he did it again, like also perfectly. There's uh, a bit that I cut out that I actually wanted to keep in. And he's like, that was so much better, right? Like, yeah, that was better. After oh, he yeah. finishes the song and we're like, was <laughs> it? Like, I mean, it was, they're both pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah, we we don't really know. But yeah, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so we've got a couple of these that we recorded on the islands that we'll be sharing with uh, here and there. Um, so excited! Yeah, yeah, we we uh, we've got some good ones, and hopefully we'll we'll record more. And yeah, let us know what you think if you liked this segment. Um, and you can contact us through the website cindyhouse.net. Uh, you can also join our Facebook group, Basic Folk Basics. Uh, and there is a newsletter going, although I don't send any newsletters ever, but you know, I'm sign up for the newsletter and I won't email you. How about that? It'll be a surprise when you least suspect it. A total shocker. Let's just pause and say thanks to our sponsors, uh, on basic folk. Basic Folk is supported by Lindsay Myers from LMNO Management, who encourages you to support independent artists by going to live shows, hosting a house concert, and buying directly from artists. And thanks to WIUP in Indiana, Pennsylvania, which airs Basic Folk 2 p.m. Eastern every Saturday. You can listen on 90.1 if you're in the Indiana, PA area, or at their website, wiupfm.org. Laura McCarthy. Hey. You pro- you produce Basic Folk. You produce this episode of Field Music. Thank you so much. Of course. Anytime, man. Lindsay Myers is our business manager. Alex Stanton of Townspeople does our music. Thanks to Adam Corey for his supporting producer role. I'm Cindy Howes. This has been a blast, Laura. I hope we get to do this again. So Yay. we'll be just as funny as those murder ladies. Maybe they... <laughs> oh, I should, I should see if I can get them... Um, if I could get Georgia and Karen to do an episode about maybe they've already done murder ballads. <gasps> that is cool. such a good idea. Like actual murders in murder ballads. That's yeah. such a good idea. You heard it here first. That's correct. Or if they've already done it, you heard it here second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Rate and subscribe. Thank you. Bye. Bye.